0: Threads of Grace, which is based in Hastings, is restoring dignity to youth in crisis in Adams County. Now, as we're going to learn this morning, Threads of Grace is as well a MyBridge story of impact. Now, our guest today is Kelly Augustine, one of the founders of Threads of Grace. Kelly, welcome to the Morning Conversation. Kelly, how long have you known Jesus?
1: You know, it's weird. I always thought when people had that aha, Jesus moment, like Mm -hmm. the clouds would open (laughs) the angels come down and sing and... (laughs) But uh, I was actually, it was in the middle of our Seeing Christmas Tree production. You know, I had gone through a lot. I had I had, had a baby at 18. He had passed away in my arms. Mm. And so this was a couple years later. And I was cast as the young Mary in the play. So we were getting ready for the scene of, you know, everybody walking up. I had the baby in my arms and... Um, just that whole scene. And I remember the song was Mary, did you know? Hmm. And the cast in the, in the tree, I don't know if you're familiar with that play, but like they have the people up in the tree singing. And so it's very, it's an emotional program period, but I was waiting for my scene to start and we were backstage and it was just like all of a sudden I just got so emotional and mm. I couldn't stop crying and mm. I was overwhelmed and I knew that's what was happening is I just welcomed him in. You know, I was kind of standing there praying like I, I don't like all eyes on me. I'm not a public speaker. So I was real this whole play was out of my comfort zone. And so I was kind of just praying, you know, like oh Lord help me get through this, you know, help me not to fall or you know look stupid. And, and then it was just, it just opened and I just couldn't stop crying. And thank goodness it was the scene where I was holding the baby know, it was emotional anyway. So I don't think anybody caught on, but yeah. And I just, I remember I met with a, a lady that had a huge impact on my, on my Christian life as in my late teens and early twenties. And so, we, I'd met with her after that. I was talking to her about it and, and just, you know, working through a lot of my questions and things like that. And then we, um, I did, I chose to get baptized there again at the E-Free Church. And mm. it was an emotional mess. I think I cried through the whole thing. I'm pretty sure nobody <laughs> understood a word I said. <laughs> but, you know, I kind of afterwards, it was like, well, that was pretty much between me and Jesus. Mm. And he knew what I was thinking.
0: Kelly, you've, you've been listening to My Bridges for a few years. So, how did you mm-hmm. find us? How did you make that connection initially?
1: Well, actually, my children are. Are all um, fifth year generation out at a at Christ Lutheran School mm-hmm. out at um, a parochial school, and my husband went there. His dad, you know, all the grandparents all went out there, and so Jesus was in our home. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we prayed before meals. We prayed with our kids at night. We we go to church, go through all that. But my kids were all playing in their bedroom one day, and I uh, was listening to him playing, and one of my boys started singing this song, and I was like oh my gosh, that's horrible. And I went in and I was like, <laughs> huh. boys, you can't, you know, that's an inappropriate song. Where did you hear that? And, oh, we don't know, mom. But I was like, no more. You can't sing that song. So the next day we get into the car and I'm taking him to school and that song pops up on the radio. And I was, mm. I just couldn't believe it. I was like, oh my gosh, my kids are listening to what I'm shoving down their throat every day in the car. Mm. So right then and there, we returned it to the station. And as soon as I turned it, I couldn't tell you what song was playing, but one of my twins was, I mean, they were kindergarten, first grade. They were like, oh, we sing this song all the time at school. So, and it's just never changed. We just keep it on that station all the time. And that's what we listened to.
0: As you were sharing that, it reminded me when uh, I was raising my kids and my kids went through this phase where like whenever anyone asked them a question, they'd, they'd start out with this, uh, you know, <laughs> I'd listen to them. I'm like, Wow. it was a little embarrassing i gotta be honest they kind of sounded ignorant you know because they had this really pronounced uh and i'm like where do they get that from i just couldn't figure out where they got it from and then one day uh we were i was talking to someone and they asked me a question and i, and I go um <laughs> i echoed in my head i was like wait a- they got that from me I got that from me, and again, the thing about kids is like they take what you do and they like magnify it and amplify it, right? So, I, I kind of did a uh, and they were doing a uh, but it was from me the whole time. We have a tremendous influence on our kids, and it's such a sobering thing. So, Kelly, in a few moments, I want to talk to you about uh, a ministry that you and your husband co founded. It's called Threads of Grace, but I want you to kind of create a little backdrop first so that we kind of understand your journey and your family's journey that really sets you up to really understand the need in the community and birth this ministry.
1: You know, I just expected, you know, you get married and you have babies. That's what you do. And for us, it didn't happen and couldn't get pregnant. Just our oldest daughter was a private adoption and she literally just fell into our laps. The whole situation, it You know, it was not something we were seeking. We went through the process with her, but um, we got through that and we adopted her. And then a friend of ours talked to us about um, entering into the foster program. Got through the fostering process and then got our phone call for a three-month-old baby. And so we adopted him. So we were done. We were happy with our, you know, it was a family of four. And then I told my husband, oh, I feel like we're being called again for foster. And he was like, oh, Kelly. (laughs) Kelly. But okay, he was always on board. So we um, started the process again and went through all the fostering classes again. and we were at a class and they were talking about a set of twins that they had just placed. They were nine months at the time. and told you know my husband, and I joked about the twins and oh no, oh my gosh, you know, you know but we went ahead and we registered for two children, just in case of a sibling strip. And um, we got all done with our classes and waiting for a phone call again, and I told my husband, I feel like we need to prepare for twins. And he says, why would you even say that? And I said, I don't know. It's It's like, it's on me. It's on my heart. I feel like there's twins. And lo and behold, we got a phone call and it was a boy-girl set twins. And it was that same set of twins that had been talked about at our class. So we got them, we were their fifth placement, third placement within a weekend.
0: Kelly, you mentioned Threads of Grace, a the ministry team. that you've co-founded, I believe it is, right? Yes. Let's talk about the kind of birth of that. What did God do in your heart? What was the beginning point for you of going, I think I'm supposed to start something here?
1: Our adoption with them it was just a it was eye-opening for us that whole experience was. So with Threads of Grace, I knew when we adopted the twins, we were done. Bringing children into our home, we just didn't have the room and there was so many of us already. It that wasn't the direction we were going anymore. So I knew we wanted to stay in the fostering world. I just didn't know how. Mm. And so I kind of just kept praying about it. You know, Lord, use me at our business. We have this basement that has just become a catch-all. We'd talked for years about trying to figure out what we could do with that basement to make it usable space. And so November of 2020, I had a dream that I turned it into my master closet. So I told my husband and, you know, it was kind of one of those, ha ha. But then we get in the car and it was an interview. Well, the interview was with a gentleman from Kids Closet Lincoln. All of a sudden he said, you know, Kids Closet. And I was, it just everything made sense of what we were going to do or the direction God wanted me to go. One of the things with the fostering is when all of my kids came to us, their belongings came in garbage bags. We would dump everything into the living room and throw those garbage bags away. All I could think about was they were being thrown out like the trash from wherever they'd come from before us. And I hated that. So we would dump everything out of these garbage bags, throw the garbage bags away and then start working through their stuff. And there was always just so much stuff that didn't help us with our day-to-day with the kids. We would always have to go shopping or something like that and to just kind of get what we needed to get through day by day with them. Um, When the twins came, we had to go get car seats and diapers and, you know, just everything, and it does add up. So that's kind of how Threads of Grace kind of came about. We call it our boutique. What we provide is five pairs of pants, you know, five outfits to get them through a week of school, some pajamas. What I wanted to do was everything had to be brand new. I wanted everything brand new. Nothing had ever touched the hands of another child, been worn by another child. This was theirs. Only. And if they moved homes again, it went with them and it was theirs.
0: One of the things that we so love here on My Bridge Radio is to hear the stories and we hear them so often of just God arranging it so that right song plays at the right time. So it's really fun this morning to hear you talk about how God arranged the right interview at the right time to bring the pieces together in prompting you to start this ministry. That's so amazing. Kelly, you've shared about your experience growing your family through foster care and adoption. And again, so awesome out of that experience, starting a ministry called Threads of Grace, where you provide clothing and basic essentials for foster parents when they initially take children into their into their care. And so I'm just curious, like, what is your hope? Like, as you've really invested yourself and given yourself sacrificially to this ministry, what's your hope?
1: One of the things we wanted with our boutique was that when they come through these doors for 30 minutes or so, they're just, you know, an eight-year-old boy or a 16-year-old girl, or, you know, they can just forget about that world that's outside of those doors. That's so chaotic and seems so unfair to them and just be a kid. They don't have to take care of anybody else. They can just be a kid and pick up what they want. And it's brand new. And it's what, you know, it's what their peers are wearing. And that's been our biggest thing. Our mission is just to restore their dignity. We just want them to be able to walk through the doors of school or, you know, at friends' houses, things like that, and look like their peers, not stand out because their clothes are worn or their clothes don't fit right or they're, you know, dirty or anything like that. So that, that's been our mission.
0: Yeah, so I appreciate your obedience, your willingness to step out in faith and try something new that you'd never done before, and just follow your sense of God in the midst of it. And it's such a such a powerful story. Yeah, yeah. so cool. Appreciate that. And appreciate investing you investing in kids and foster kids, and like you said, you're connecting with them a, a very challenging part of their story, and mm-hmm. to bring light and life to that space is so critical. So I just really appreciate right. that.
1: I just feel like God's using this whole mission just to reach so many different people on so many different levels, whether it be you know to encourage them with fostering or adopting or, you know, I, we hope and pray that more of these type of boutiques in this mission we're doing can reach other communities because right now we only serve Adams County. You know, we hope that people within other counties hear our story and reach out and, you know, are impacted by it. And there's somebody that wants to do, recreate this just entire process in their community too, and help the kids in their community.
0: Kelly, along the way, we were told that you you uh, and your husband decided to become impact partners with My Radio.
1: We did. Yeah, what,
0: what led to that decision?
1: Oh, you know, we just, I always hear that. And when you guys do the two-day event yeah. and I always think, oh gosh, we really need to do this. You know, we really need to become impact partners. And I don't know, you guys always hit your goal. And every year I'm like, oh, there's no way. That's such, that's a huge goal. How in the world are they going to hit that? And then I don't know why I just sit there and listen to it. And, you know, you you'd have those goals you'd set every hour. And I'd be like, there's, there's no way they're going to have that many calls. And you do. But yeah, we never gave. And afterwards I think, wow, they hit that goal. It's just crazy how, just how many people. And I'd always tell my husband, we need to do this. We need to do this. And then, yeah, last year during your... Um, campaign, I just told my husband, this is ridiculous. Why are we not partners? we listen to it. It's impacting us. And I truly do not feel that we would be where we are now in our marriage, as parents, as business owners, as friends, anything with Threads of Grace, if it wasn't for the radio and then God's impact. And then now our impact of what we listen to every day with you guys, because it's not just the music, it's the Obviously the interviews can impact our lives. And you know, just the little segments of people talking about how it's impacted their lives. And so I was just like, This is ridiculous. We we are becoming partners this year. And so my husband said, Okay, we'll go ahead and do this. And I said, Okay, well, I'd already said in my mind, whatever you said we were gonna do, we're gonna double it. And he was just like, Okay. <laughs> so that's what we did. And and I just frustrated with myself that we didn't do it sooner. But you know what? It was all in God's timing. We Uh, did it, and so yeah. (laughs) Now we are partners.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That's a blessing, sis. We're we're grateful for your partnership. And I was saying, you know, now that you're in the ministry nonprofit world as well, kind of how that works. We we can't do what we do. You can't do what you do. Without people saying, we are so yeah. We're so dependent. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Well, Kelly, that is an amazing story that you've shared with us today, and it's humbling that God used my bridge the way he did to direct you and your family to be a part of launching Threads of Grace in Hastings. Kelly, thanks so much for spending part of your morning with us today.
1: Thank you for having me.